Welcome to Elevate Your Dealership with HBK Dealership Solutions. In each podcast, we will discuss techniques and tools you can employ to take your dealership to the next level. Your dealership is a complex and specialized business. Sales, service, parts, and often rentals. In many ways, operating a dealership is like operating several businesses at once, each with its own challenges and potential. Your CPA firm should offer the experience and expertise specific to your industry required to properly serve you and your dealership. There is simply too much at stake and the dealership business is far too complicated to rely on a generalist. In this week's podcast, we will discuss business development centers. Do you still need one? And how can you improve yours? Hello again, and welcome to the show designed to help the auto, RV, power, sports, marine dealership communities with tools, techniques to bring their dealership to the next level. I'm your host, Tim Parsons. Today, we're going to be talking about something a little different. We're going to talk about the BDC department. Why do some dealerships have them and others don't? Why do some dealerships swear by them while others swear at them? After a lot of digging, I was able to determine that Tom Stuker, who was nicknamed the grandfather of the BDC, introduced the BDC concept to the auto industry in the late 80s. I also asked myself, what would cause someone to come up with such an idea? Well, the main reason that Tom gave was because his dealers were tired of sales managers not holding their salespeople accountable to cultivate their own leads. The idea was to hire people with phone skills, give them scripts, and watch the money roll in. However, dealers often found themselves asking questions like, was setting up the BDC a prudent investment? or a misuse of time and resources? Candidly, the answer is, it depends. Making BDCs useful and profitable might seem easy, but experience tells me it's not. Some dealers dismantled their BDC performance didn't justify the mental strain or the financial cost. For a BDC to be successful, there are a few key points to keep in mind. Focus on scheduling appointments, not selling. Very simple. It's critical that your BDC knows exactly what the goal is, to bring people in the door. Selling is the job of the salespeople. Staff your BDC with the right people. The BDC staff needs to be excellent at communicating and connecting with people over the phone, plain and simple. These qualities should be the priority when you're looking for people to staff your BDC, even if they aren't too familiar with the industry itself. Steps to success with the BDC. Number one, senior management must be totally committed to the initiative. Again, senior management must be totally committed. They, in turn, must sell the idea to the other managers. It's critical that the other managers buy in. If they're not on the bandwagon, trust me, folks, this will not work. I've seen it happen far too often. Then the idea is to let those managers sell the idea to the entire dealership staff. 
Establish a clear purpose for starting a BDC. Do you want to increase your grosses, increase service department appointments, or sales appointments? Knowing your objective will help you measure success. Include your BDC manager in the weekly manager meetings and require weekly progress reports. Very simple. Next, train, train, and train again. Listen to recordings on the phone of the phone calls that your staff are listening to as well. Let them know that you're listening. Use these recordings as a teaching tool. Inspect what you expect. Absolute must for a successful BDC. There are a few non-negotiable standards if you'd like to make your BDC successful today and for the long run. BDCs must be a profit center, not a cost center. The primary reason I see BDCs fail is because they're a cost center, not a profit center. The simplest solution I have found is called the sustainable pay plan. Again, the sustainable pay plan. What is a sustainable pay plan? This is a pay plan that allows you to grow your BDC without killing your net profit. The components are pay the BDC on appointments that show, not on appointments made or sold units. Pay a volume bonus for every 10 appointments that show. Pay the salesperson that closes a BDC appointment a reduced commission. Generally, this is half a commission. I'm going to repeat that because this is typically the stumbling block in a sustainable pay plan. Pay the salesperson that closes a BDC appointment a reduced commission. This point is hard for sales managers and salespeople to swallow. Their argument is my sales rep closed the deal. They did all the work, so they deserve all the commission. No, they did not close the deal. And no, they do not deserve the full commission. BDC must be managed like a call center. Many dealers I know created their BDC by staffing them with salespeople and paying them like salespeople. Their argument was simple. They needed knowledgeable people to answer customer questions. Wrong answer, folks. As we stated earlier, the job of the BDC is to set appointments, period. When you pay the BDC staff on sold units, you're encouraging them to start selling over the phone. BDCs must have strict rules for what counts as a valid appointment. A true appointment requires a specific day and a specific time. When the BDC allows the customer to say something like, <clears throat> I'll be there before nine, there's almost no chance this appointment will show because there's, this is not an appointment. Without a specific time, there's no mental commitment by the prospect to show, so they generally don't. Force your team to start setting stronger appointments. Watch their appointment show rate increase, as will your sales. This is the one I get more times than not, should my dealership have a service BDC. Successful dealerships know their service department has a huge opportunity to secure more business and deliver a greater ROI. One way to increase their service department profit and efficiency is by incorporating a service BDC. Very simple. We know that BDC service departments can be successful 
But what and why do they fail? Lack of management buy-in. A lack of buy-in from service department staff will certainly cause meetings to fail. Service managers just like the idea of giving the BBC department control of their shopping or their shop schedule. Not clear to defining service BDC role. Another reason why service BDCs fail is because different people within the dealership have different opinion as to why a service BDC exists in the first place. For instance, the service manager may assume the BDC works for their team's convenience. While the GM thinks the service BDC exists because service wasn't capturing enough opportunities. A lack of monitoring and measuring KPIs. The final piece of the BDC puzzle sounds almost cliche based on how many times we've heard it, but it's worth repeating. You can't manage what you don't measure. Get specific with your service BDC's KPIs. Per Automotive News, a strong BDC rep can handle between 175 and 225 total opportunities per month. Opportunities are defined as inbound internet leads and inbound sales calls. What's the call count? What is the call count gap between the most productive staff member and the least productive staff member? What's your most productive staff member doing different than your least productive staff member? So be curious. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If you don't ask, you're simply guessing. We want you to not only survive, but thrive. Again, thanks for listening. Please visit our website at hbkcpa.com. And until next time, have an unbelievable day. To stay up to date with HBK Dealership Solutions, visit our website at hbkcpa.com and sign up for email notifications. <music>